0: Initially, I wanted to be an architect, <laughs> and then I got into my first band about that same time I was thinking about, you know, you know taking all the mechanical drawing classes, and uh, but then I got into a band, and it was too cool, you know? Shit.
1: Hello everyone, you are tuning in to the McYan show here on Fox Wave. I'm excited for tonight. I'm very excited to continue the month, or actually end the month, as McYan's co-host. As you can see, unfortunately, she is not here this evening. She is actually sick. So I want you all, all of her um, viewers, all of her followers, everyone to definitely keep Mignon in your prayers. But she um, was still gracious enough to say, sis, I know you can hold my show down. So Mignon, we are praying for you. We know that you will be back next Monday. But thank you so much, sis, for allowing me to still have your show going on in your absence. And more importantly, I want to say to you publicly, thank you again for allowing me to be your co-host for this month. So I'm excited to be able to keep her show going in her absence and that she trusted me um, this evening, because we have a full show here on The McYon Show. We have a full studio with guests And we're excited to talk about um, what's going to be happening this evening because even our own host, Mignon, is actually a part of what I'm going to be sharing with you all. So our guests tonight are from the uh, stage play, The Ties That Bind Us. And some of you all may remember because last year Mignon was in this play and it's back by popular demand. So it's back and I have the founder, the visionary, the lady herself, Leray McDaniel. Daniel with not an S. Leray McDaniel, she is in the studio tonight with some cast members. So I'm very excited about this opportunity. I know I've said that before, but I I really am because it takes a lot, especially within our community, um, within the community of sisterhood, especially black women, that we can trust others with our vision, with what um, we know that God has put inside of us to still carry it on. So that's why I keep saying that I'm excited tonight because it takes a lot for us to really be sisters and black women who love, support on each other and more importantly, trust that we can let somebody else do what we know is a part of our vision and our goal. And so with that, that is why I'm so honored that she has allowed me to be still the co-host and host her show tonight with another incredible sister that is doing her thing. And so I want to talk to you all a little bit about Luray so that you all would know who is great to grace us this evening and who she is. Now, you know my motto on the McGeon show is can nobody talk to you about you better than you so this is just going to be a little brief bio of who you all are ready to meet and i do believe that she has been on the Mignon show before so for some of you all she's a regular but for some this will be the first time you are meeting her and knowing about Leray Leray is a multi excuse me she is an actress, she's a songwriter, she's a playwriter. Um, whether she's singing or acting, she performs with an unapologetic passion of enthusiasm that leaves an impression on her audience. Not having done theater before, Lorette saw an opportunity and stepped out on faith and auditioned for Kevin Jackson Ministries' theater production, So How Ya Livin' Now, in which she landed the leading female role of Denise. She also, out of getting great reviews from that, she went on and appeared in two of the Evangel Cathedral productions here right in the area. In September of 2017, Leray released her self-titled project, Leray, Her Story, Her Voice, which showcases her signature energetic powerhouse vocals and contemporary inspirational and soul melodies. Her lyrics are filled with confession of her love for Christ and the trueness of all trials and victories that she has endured in her lifetime. Soon after releasing her album, Leray appeared in two, not one, I said two, hit musical stage plays. First, Fabul- Fabulously 40 and Over, written by Duran Cloud in which she landed the supporting roles and then secondly she appeared in the monster the man monster stage play written by T Renee Garner so as you all could see she has a lot going on for her but what I found interesting is in April Leray became the founder of the Leray P- productions in which she made her debut as a play and director of her very own play titled The Ties That Bind Us in September of last year. She is also married, and she has three beautiful daughters. So when we come back, you are going to meet Lorraine, and she is going to let us know who and what she is doing here in our community. We'll be right back.
2: We here at Vox Wave believe that no one in the DMV should go without a coat this winter. So we partnered with Star Imports Dealership for this year's annual coat drive. If you have an old or gently used coat that can still be worn, drop it off with us. Vox Wave Studios at 4711. Off Place, Suitland, Maryland. And give the gift of warmth to somebody in need in the DMV.
0: Time and less.
1: Look who is here. Lorraine herself is in the studio. Welcome, sis. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Yes, thank you for being here again on the Mignon Show. So, you know, I read your bio and the viewers um, heard who you are and what Mm -hmm. you're about. But talk to us a little bit more about some things that maybe I didn't convey to the listeners or viewers.
3: Well, actually, it pretty much sums it up. I'm an artist, I'm an actress, I'm a playwright. I'm a mom, I'm a wife. Um, I'm working on something else right now, but can't, can't <laughs> tell it right now. <laughs> can't tell it right now, but something else big is, is coming. That's good. Yeah. So let's talk about um,
1: the, I guess the juggling mm-hmm. of being a wife, mm-hmm. a mom, um, a business owner. Mm-hmm having a cast of, you know Ooh, so yeah. how how do how does Larray handle all of that?
3: Faith okay. it got it, it has to be faith um, because sometimes it it, it, it gets hard um, mm-hmm. and also I'm a student. Mm. I am in college as wow. well. So, wow. just well, congratulations. Try, thank you so much. Just trying to juggle school, mm-hmm. um, making sure I'm getting assignments in, making sure the play is right, making sure rehearsals are going on. I'm still doing my wifely duties. Right. Um, the good thing is, my kids are grown. Okay. So, I don't have any little kids Yeah, okay, That's around, good. So yes. That's that's a a bl- good so, what's the ages? Um, 27, okay. 26, and 19. Okay.
1: So, yes. They, they definitely a good yes. <laughs>
3: yes. what well,
1: else now let me ask this do you also work full-time or is I it
3: did I do I work 10 hour days Monday through Thursday off every Friday wow but when I'm off I'm still working oh absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. you know and it's so funny because
1: I, I Know that even with me working full time and having um, my own business as well mm-hmm. for a long time, I was like, you know, looking at Facebook and looking at everybody, just like everybody's doing it. And sometimes mm-hmm. you think that they are full entrepreneurs, right. not dualpreneurs, mm-hmm. per se. And I actually got that saying <laughs> from one of my good friends, I'm Tara. But it's like dualpreneurs, dualpreneurship is so big. It is now. It is, and and so from that perspective. Um, I know that you're off on Fridays, but how Mm -hmm. do you balance that in a given day? Because I know, like even with me, I may get phone calls Uh and things throughout the day while Mm -hmm. I'm working a full-time job, still having to maintain a full-time business. So for some of our viewers out here, you know, what have you found? And we know that faith is the key, Mm -hmm. um, but what have you found maybe more tangible that other people can um, just take away of what helps you juggle those two things?
3: Um... That's hard to say because it's like I can be on one thing Mm -hmm. and then on something else like on Fridays because I'm all, my time, I devote a lot of my time to the play, a lot of things that have to be done if I'm reaching out to my cast Mm -hmm. um, just to keep in touch with them or if I'm doing paperwork and make sure we have everything Mm -hmm. in line for Mm -hmm. the play, Um, you know, doing live feeds, do promotion, I'm doing videos, I'm doing flyers just to kind of keep busy Um, then after that, I try to do homework as well to kind of stay ahead of it. Um, but you know, I enjoy it, but it does get tiresome Mm -hmm, sometimes, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, because you know, once the husband comes home, you got to kind of put that to the side and you know, make sure he's taken care of, make sure dinner's ready or what have you. Um, but you know, for the last two years, it's, it's been this way, wow. and, and before then, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? Because mm-hmm. my youngest daughter, she's now in second year of college, okay. so a lot of my time was dedicated to her, mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay, what am I going to do when she go to school? You know, I'm so used to being with her, wow. but then something said go to school, and mm-hmm. then the play came about, and then I, I was doing other plays, I'm like, okay okay I like this I'm busy (laughs) I'm not just sitting home watching TV or something like that but I try to juggle it as much as
1: I can that's good that is good so what caused you to I know that you have been um, singing Mm and and in different roles and other people plays Mm -hmm. so what caused you to really step out on faith to say wait a minute I can do this I can do this for myself and be the visionary of a stage play
3: it was God um When it came to me doing my album, um, because, you know, singing is my passion. Mm -hmm. That's my first love. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I told my manager, I want to do it. I've been singing for, like, the last 10 years, but never really accomplished or finished it. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, I Mm want to finish an album. So we did that. And then once I got done with the music, there was a couple of plays. Deron Cloud, Mm -hmm. you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Um, I've known him since I was 16. Mm -hmm. So I've always wanted to do something with him. Right, right, And when I saw that he was auditioning for Fab for and Nova, I was like, oh, wow, I'm going to go audition. Yes. So that was like a dream to me.
1: And especially with... Duran in this area if you yes. from the DMV <laughs> yes. and you don't know who he is ah, you've been underneath a rock <laughs> yes. because so especially <laughs> when it comes to him
3: so mm-hmm. I totally understand that that was exciting so, yeah so it was exciting and then after I did that there was a young lady um who was there who was mm-hmm. doing her own play about her life and mm-hmm. so we kind of had some conversation and she wanted me to come out and audition, and I got the leading role in that. Mm -hmm. And it was just amazing to be on stage Mm. doing someone else's life. Mm. You know, what um, she wrote in her book, Mm because she started out as a book and then turned it into a play. Mm -hmm. So that was amazing. And then doing all of that and talking to my manager about wanting to get into acting, January of last year, God spoke to me and said, Mm. it's your time. Mm. It's your time to do what I've given you. I've started this play in 2007 Wow and I dibbled and dabbled in it okay every now and then and um, now when you say you started are you
1: talking about just writing your vision on paper or were you doing little you know like um, different things in the community
3: no I started, started writing this because I started it out right, as okay. a book gotcha and then that small voice said turn it into a play gotcha. so I just kept writing and writing and writing and it went through so many different titles. I think the ties that bind is like the fourth title. But once I really decided, I'm like, God, are you sure? I don't think I can do right. this. I'm, I, I don't have the, the push to do it. And he was like, Trust in me, and I will I make you great. Absolutely. And so I told my manager, and she said, You know what? Let's do it. So mm-hmm. I said, Okay, let's audition. And doing this play, God has placed the right people in my life absolutely for this cast. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And the first time around it was awesome. It was I was blown away. <laughs> you I were I standing out away. like, whoa, look at this. I was blown away. I was truly <laughs> right. blown away. Right. I mean with the cast, with um, the testimonies I received Afterwards. after mm-hmm. doing the play. Mm-hmm. Um, with just I mean young women, middle aged women, even gentlemen coming to me saying you just showed my life on stage mm-hmm. you know you just brought, you just broke something in me mm-hmm. that i've been holding on for so long i brought families together fathers who haven't talked to their sons in so long mothers who haven't held their mm-hmm. sons to tell them it was they ministry love them. it was evangelistic so was like, well, yeah. yes it was
1: wow so what so we know that the play is titled the ties that bind so can you let us know what um caused you in 2007? You said 2007 2007 when I started. Yeah, so in 2007, where did it come from? Was it a personal uh, journey, Mm -hmm. something personal, some different things that transpired in your life? Or was it just because of the community? Or, you know, what caused you to really want to dive into and bring awareness to issues on addiction, depression, low self-esteem, mental, physical, and sexual abuse, and even dealing with suicide? What caused you?
3: Um... I think what what really brought it about, I think at that time I wasn't working. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: And um, because I'm a songwriter, I wanted to try something different. And I mean, the thought just popped in my head to Mm -hmm. do this. And I'm like, okay. But how I wrote it, it was just so dark. I went Mm -hmm. like really deep Mm -hmm. in. So let a cu- let a couple of people read it and I are like, "Whoa, this is really dark. You might want to light it up a little bit." <laughs> right, right. So you know, just throughout the years, I would you know write every now and then. Like I said, it went through different titles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but la- last year, when I decided to do it, I had to pray on it. I had to mm-hmm. say, "God." What does this play need to... Because I talked to a playwright, and the title I had at the time was Heart, From Heartaches to Healing. Mm. And he was like, you need something that's really going to be catchy, that's right. really going to catch attention. I'm like, What? So I prayed on it, and I just kept praying and praying, and God said, The Ties That bind." Mm-hmm. And then although I went online, I said, like, okay, is there a play? I see books. Mm-hmm, I see mm-hmm, shows. Mm-hmm. That's titled mm-hmm. The Ties That Bind,' But God said, that's your title. Mm-hmm. So I stuck
1: with it. Now, because I personally didn't get a chance last year to um, attend, mm-hmm. to play, and so I'm asking this just from a different perspective of the title. Okay. We know we deal with, like, generational curses. Mm-hmm. You know, we know we deal with so many different things that happen um, to individuals within their family. So when you're dealing with, like, the ties that bind, and you were saying how you ta- um, you got testimonials of mm-hmm. parents and mm-hmm. children who are coming together and different things, do you find that that is also a part of that healing process of them dealing with things that happen mm-hmm. in their family history that caused yes. them?
3: Yes, yes, um, because, like you said, what the play displays, um... The ties that bind, you have four different families yeah. who is going through their own struggles. And in the end, they all tie together. Mm-hmm. You're going to see some things that you didn't, you're going to hear some things, sorry, mm-hmm. that you didn't hear it in the play mm-hmm. or you didn't see. And you're like, oh, I would to never put that together. Mm-hmm. But it all ties. Everyone has their own story, but they all tie together. Mm. And so... It, when you going through the, the suicide and the depression, your main thing is if you hold on to your faith mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and know that God is with you mm-hmm. no matter what storm you're going through, mm-hmm. you're going to make it. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. just got to hold on. Mm-hmm. And I think with that, with what we have in our community today, sometimes people don't feel like they have someone to talk oh, to. Oh, absolutely. Or as we were growing up what goes on in the house oh, stays, stays in the house, house. and that can damage a child as well so we're showing one of our families is going through something mm-hmm. like that where a secret she had to, she held mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. of her life mm-hmm. and it you know almost destroyed her mm-hmm. so um we I just wanted with this play I didn't want it to be an ordinary gospel play um i didn't want it to be that basic relationship type of play even though we touch on issues about relationships but i wanted it to be something different so all i said was god lead me i don't know where you want me to go with this Mm -hmm. so however you see it Mm -hmm. i'm just the person that's Mm -hmm. writing down what you give me and the actors are unfolding Mm -hmm. the vision Mm -hmm. of it and so the the whole time god led me and like i said the actors that he put in my circle was amazing because Mm -hmm. I have some actors who I did not know are lived what their characters are I never knew that I never actually had sat down to say okay well tell me about your story or tell me about you until after we got in the play and they and they pulled me to the side of the way you you don't even know that mm. I live this. And mm. I'm like, well, I would not that, but God. Absolutely. And that's where we
1: have to understand that even though it might not be a minister, a pastor, and you're in the pulpit every Sunday, when you realize what your purpose and what your calling is mm-hmm. on this earth, and especially when you know who you are called from, I, which I is amen. Christ, amen. then you know that this is a great responsibility Absolutely. that you have on you because, like you said, These are people that are being affected, not just your uh, people that's coming to the play, but even the individuals that's in the play is being ministered to Mm -hmm. and blessed blessed in doing it. And one of the things that I found a lot of times in the work that people do, evangelistic work, is that we may be the only Christ that some people may see. And some people, you know, when they may not want to talk about church hurt or they may not want to talk about different things that even cause people to go to different religions, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes just showing the love and sometimes talking about things that may be more untraditional in church as a stage play, you know, as um, a psalmist. Mm -hmm. Different things really can help people to really just come back to God as well as just um, feel the love. Of yes. God. And and yes. like you said before, um, not
3: being, not feeling alone. Right. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't want to, you know, I wish I could just have my whole cast around <laughs> me. I mean, if you were to actually, actually know the characters and how mm-hmm. I wrote them and mm-hmm. then to see the people in the role, you would be amazed. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I guess because they lived it, Mm-hmm. They display it so real mm-hmm. on stage. Right. Even, you know, with actors, sometimes you have to act out it. Like I have a young lady who, she's not a wife, she's not a mom, but the way she portrays it in the play, you wouldn't, wouldn't know. know it. Right. You would right. not know it. Right. So, I mean, it's 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 amazing. I, I, I'm in awe with what God has done.
1: That is good. Now, I do want you to um, share with us, as far as you said that you... Um, had some people that will call you or either send you messages about how they touch their lives. Mm -hmm. So when those people um, touch bases with you and things like that, is it something that you um, just Kind of like it's still in the counseling and extended ministry of where you're still talking with them or if it's a particular cast member that they say oh when she did that mm-hmm. you know that really touched me does the cast also be involved with some of the people that give you like the reviews and things later on or is it strictly just on your social media page or um, what have
3: you? I would say social media okay. I would say they mostly came to me after the shows. Mm-hmm. Um, once the shows let out, I, I had one young lady pull me into a corner and mm. grab my hands and broke down crying mm. because she said her, she saw her life on stage. I had one um, lady, I think she was from Jamaica, mm. and she said the whole time I sat in that auditorium, I felt nothing but the spirit. Mm. And she prayed over me and she said, sister, you keep doing what you're mm. doing. Um, I've had young ladies come to me and was like, that was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can kind of tell when someone's going through something, but they really don't Mm want to show Mm -hmm. you can kind of feel the Mm -hmm. aura. Mm -hmm. Um, I've Mm -hmm. had people hug me and just say, keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, And with the cast, they have expressed to me some of what their family and their Mm -hmm. friends said. Um, I've had maybe a cast member who hadn't had a, a relationship with, their mom Mm -hmm. but for their mom to come out and see them Mm. and hug him for the very Mm. first time Mm -hmm. in such a long time was amazing to hear that yeah that is awesome
1: so I know that we have some cast members that are here you know with us um this evening but I do want to ask outside of the play do you have other things that's going on that you want to tell us about, LaRay is doing. It's another album. What what we got? What we got happening? Um, LaRay has something brewing. Well, I know about the brewing. Day. Oh, so we can't even talk about nothing else. Just that's no, cause okay. my manager. Okay, <laughs> so we can't talk about nothing else. One thing I will say, and she's gonna repeat it again, but you need to follow and stay connected with Leray. So already tell us, and you're going to do it again, but already tell us now how people can get in contact with you and your social media handles and all of that.
3: Okay, Um, you can go to my website, www.leraytheartist.com. Theartist.com, okay. Uh Or you can go, you can follow me on Facebook under Leray the Artist. I'm on Twitter, Leray the Artist. I'm on Instagram, Leray the Artist. Um, also, my management, CDD Management, um, can follow me on that as well.
1: Okay. So, you have your own management. I have company. a manager. I'm sorry. I have a manager. A manager. I'm yeah. um, okay. All righty. Mm-hmm. All righty. So, oh, I do want to ask this. Since this is the second um, play, because you did it last year. Yes. So, do you have um, a lot of the cast members? Our own Mignon is <laughs> in the play again yes. as Detective Nadine Watson. Watson yes. Okay. And that was her role, role the last... first. Mm-hmm. Okay. I so, see. do you have other um, members, cast, that are back in the play? Do you have some new faces
3: mm-hmm. that's going to Well, I do have my original cast okay. um, who will be performing both, um, both shows on Saturday, okay. the 3 p.m. show and the... 7 p.m. show. And what day? And that's Saturday, February 9th. February 9th, okay. And then I have some of the original cast members who will be doing a special encore show on Sunday. Oh, wow. The 10th for a 3 o'clock show because I do have a few new faces. Okay. Um That that's will good. be pre- performing on the 10th. So, yeah, Wonderful. I have some some new faces. So we got
1: some yes. old originals. Yes. We got some new people. So, this yes. is great. Yes. So, I want you all to just... Oh, And you see who has joined us, Riley. Oh, well, that's me. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> so we are excited to have you two join us. And you know, when we left, um, Lorraine was talking about the original cast, and then she has some new people, and she's so bad to do what she do. Of course, that's what we got here. We have the OG <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's name. Okay, you know, Riley. Bobby Johnson. Okay.
1: <laughs> Riley. <laughs> and then we have the new Gene. The new guy. The new guy. <laughs> Johnny. So um, let's start Riley with you. since you um, were a part of the original cast. Let us know what your um, character is in the play.
0: How did it come about or?
1: Um, how it came about and you know who you Why? are in the play, what you're doing.
0: Uh, in this in this play, basically, Laree actually came to one of my um, comedy shows that I done in Baltimore, and uh, she she had a few people look over her uh, her script and her play on the production that she had going on, and she had me go over it. And afterwards, she wanted me to help her put some humor into it. Mm-hmm. So I went to read it, and I was just I was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, you need a little bit of humor in mm-hmm. <laughs> this thing. This thing is deep." Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I I worked on Calvin. She wanted me to bring a little bit more humor to, to Calvin, but I bring a little bit to it, but I wanted to make Calvin something a little different, something stronger because, as she was talking about earlier, about people actually living that, that situation, I actually lived through that situation. So yeah. talk
1: to us a little bit about Calvin. So what what um, is Calvin's role?
0: Calvin's role is basically he's he's just that that guy that's on the streets that just run the street don't believe in god don't mm. believe in the lord don't mm. believe in anybody but himself he felt like everything that he's got in his life was for him wow. he, he done it on his own he doesn't listen to no one he he can get physical he's verbally abusive he's wow. okay. he, he's a bully he's yeah he's everything <laughs> in, in one he's yeah he's basically just an a mm-hmm.
4: An mm-hmm. a-hole mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's just
0: he he, he really doesn't Listen to no laws. He's wow. not afraid of anything.
4: Okay.
0: So, you know, He'll do anything to get by. He'll do anything to get ahead.
1: And we know a lot of Calvin's. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of Calvin. So, out there. so yeah. <laughs> a wow. Lot of out there. Okay. So with that, mm-hmm. and and Lorraine already told us that you know even when she was writing it was dark. It was a lot of you oh, know yeah. darkness to the play, and even you reiterated that. Mm-hmm. So with all of that of Calvin, of who Calvin is, how were you able to add? some um humor to
0: that uh basically sarcastic being sarcastic Mm -hmm. uh facial um i'm Mm -hmm. very animated (laughs) okay Okay. i think that's probably why she chose me um i'm not really the normal comedian that just talk about the crowd i tell Mm -hmm. a story Mm
4: -hmm. and
0: you basically feel like you were there and doing that story or whenever that event happened Mm -hmm. so with my facial expressions i can I can have you laugh a little bit because it, it can be over the top. Right, right. You know, ain't like, hey, no way nobody acting like that. <laughs> <laughs> but right. but you be surprised. Right. People people do be a little bit over the top. Like, right. I've seen people do some petty things. Right. Oh, you know, absolutely. You know, and that's real. Yeah, and you think about it Actually, and you just be absolutely. like, I can't right. <laughs> he really just did it. Right. right, That's just what people do, you right. know. And um, I just I just brought animated part, but also that real thorough, part that we do see as well that can be very scary.
1: Yes, yes. So just um, flipping a little bit before I uh, go to Johnny, how long have you been you know a comedian and, and what are you doing with that?
0: Well I've been a comedian for five years now. Okay. Um, just been going around uh, you know state to state, city to city. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in hole in the walls, just trying to be noticed mm-hmm. and someone can find me. Um, what that was, was
1: me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, look, ironically, Mm
0: -hmm. okay,
1: you said five years, Mm -hmm. and we know what five means spiritually with grace, and God has given you the grace to Mm -hmm. keep doing what you're supposed to do, your purpose and your calling Mm -hmm. in life, and this is just an extension, and God connects us with Mm -hmm. people who can help take us to the next level of different things that we're going um, on or our purpose and destiny, period. So I'm excited Mm -hmm. for you, and just um, keep doing what you're doing, and encouraging, I want to encourage you to um, keep mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, when, when I heard you say five, it's like, you know, God just gives us those different things and those different um, reminders mm-hmm. of who we are and mm-hmm. what we're purpose and called to. Mm-hmm. And um, this is exciting. So Johnny, mm-hmm. the new G, the new guy,
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: what is your role in The Ties That bind?
2: Well... I'm Detective Jones. Okay. And I'm the polar opposite of that guy.
1: Now, some detective could be that guy. Yeah. But I'm not. <laughs> but so I'm not. So let's talk. Okay, so talk I'm, to us I'm, about Johnny.
2: I'm the good guy.
1: Okay. You and know, you're, what, what's your um, role? What, I mean, what's your character's name?
2: Detective Jones. Oh,
1: you did say that. Okay. <laughs> this live, uh, guys. Okay, Detective Jones. So
2: you know you done messed up,
4: right? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, right. No, let me <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm Detective Jones. I'm, I'm a good guy. I go by the book. I have a backstory that I'm really not going to reveal because mm-hmm. it's going to get revealed later. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, and I, I'm a witness to pretty much almost, almost everything that's going on with these families.
1: Got you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So have you done this? before what, no, the, stage place? A, the or, stage place they talk mm-hmm. to us about who Johnny is oh yeah be I've there.
2: been acting yeah, unprofessionally all my life like, <laughs> I, was a kid, I was that okay. little kid like my aunt told me like you should have been an actor really? that, like she tells the story that when she was babysitting one day
4: mm-hmm.
2: I was in the crib and they heard deputy dog laugh I was doing imitations from the crib. They said it, it spooked them out because I sounded what? just like Deputy Dog. Oh my goodness. But I just started, like, in high school, I took theater arts. Okay. I was good.
4: Okay.
2: Now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so I do my own thing. You know, you start smelling yourself, you get right, older. Right. Then um, I started taking it a little bit more serious, probably like in 2003. Mm-hmm. Then in the past, like, five years or so, I've really been like, on the grind, you know, wonderful. doing stage plays, independent films, murder mysteries.
4: Really? Yeah, a little bit That's of everything. Wonderful.
2: But the thing is, like not, like when I first started doing it, like I wasn't, my, my faith walk wasn't as strong as it was and I was, you know, kind of lukewarm. Mm-hmm. So as my faith <laughs> got stronger, I strayed Basically. away from acting <laughs> mm-hmm. because there wasn't that many roles mm-hmm. for people like me. But now those roles are like coming up because I didn't want to be nothing where Shoot him up, bang, bang, hump and hump, and all that. Like, nah, you know, unless it's in there for a message. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Just not some frivolous,
0: you know, just jumping out there Mm. and shooting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. That's him. So, so by
1: you all being African American men. Um, and not so much of just necessarily the play itself, but what you all do. What responsibility do you all feel that you have for um, our community as positive black men showing up and showing up well?
0: Me personally, I feel like I I was just talking about this with a, a couple of my friends the other day, just talking about how important it is for us as young men to bring back that that strong man
4: yeah because
0: it's it's it's, it's gone mm-hmm. and a lot of a lot of men are just and running respectful the yeah strong man respectful hold the door just give compliments yeah. not a ras compliments mm-hmm. but just 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 be there mm-hmm. and most definitely our kids yeah like a father is most important to a male that's coming up a yes. young male that's coming yes. up and most definitely our daughters Absolutely. as we can see you know all the events that's going on in our lives right now Absolutely. we need men and out in our, our women lives because they're looking like i was telling la before mm-hmm. they're looking for love in the wrong places Absolutely. and and the reason why they don't know what love is you don't have a dad there to see how he's loving your mom mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all you see is mm-hmm. just bad coming in and out mm-hmm. in and out you mm-hmm. think that's the that's what you're looking for but mm-hmm. that's not what you're looking for you're mm-hmm. looking for someone that's gonna treat your mom like a queen mm-hmm. and you want somebody that's gonna treat you like a queen mm-hmm. but if you don't see that then you're going you to always know. get the wrong message, and you're going to be chasing the wrong type of love. Absolutely. The type of love you should be chasing is the love where you, you love that person unconditionally. You're going to be with with that person forever mm-hmm. through the the tough times and the weak times. You see so many people get divorced within two years.
4: Yeah. No one's fighting
0: mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I look at, I, I'm one of them old souls. I can walk the street, and I just look at, you know, older couples, and I'm like, hey, I have not even married. Mm-hmm. And they say, like, 30 years, I'm like, it's <laughs> a long time yeah, exactly. with one person, but yeah. that that takes strength between two. And right. if you can see two people come up, especially mom and dad, right. or mm-hmm. even if it's a father figure, you right. see how a man treats your mom. Yes. You're gonna treat that woman the same Absolutely. way, or you're gonna try to find you a man that's gonna treat you the same way.
1: And then be open. Yeah, exactly. Transparency. Transparency. Mm-hmm. When you may not have seen that, mm-hmm, but you right. know that that wasn't that. That's mm-hmm. not right. Mm-hmm. And so it's okay within our community to say, hey, brother. You know, I respect you, mm. and right. and and wanting to even have you be a mentor mm. without you having a mentor title, right. just because right. your your mm. life is the example yeah. of yeah. respect. Mm. Your life is the example of showing you something different mm. that you made. Because we have a lot. I'm a product of it, mm. the fatherless generation. Mm. You know, I say it proudly, but at the same time, it's still hurtful with you know some things because at the mere fact, sometimes I had to look to others to be that example and it wasn't always in you know church it wasn't um you know uh in the arena in which you thought it should be it could just be regular like you said wow look how he treated that person how they open up the door oh they still do that these days you know Mm -hmm. oh they you know so those kind of things just still keeps hope you know keeps hope
0: personally was my my granddad my granddad was my my role model Mm -hmm. just you know watching how my granddad brought up and my stepfather He came in the picture when I was five years old, Mm -hmm. and he showed us how to be men. He showed us how to, you know, cook, cook, clean, do all types of things. You know, I've never met my dad. Mm -hmm. Like, my dad, all I know is he was deported. That's Mm -hmm. all I know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I've never met my dad, Mm -hmm. and I wish, it'd be time, sometimes I wish I had my dad to talk to, but I haven't. And I've watched my mom go through that path. Yes. And and people be like, you was only five years old, but you'd be surprised when oh, kids absolutely. remember yeah. it, mm-hmm. if it's that traumatized, I watched my mom get the hands put to her yes. and tried to stop it, but I couldn't, couldn't stop it because I was too small. Right,
4: right.
0: And then right. you know I had to go console my my younger brothers. That's yeah. why it's so easy for me to play cow,
1: because mm. I've seen
0: that person. Yes. So, okay.
1: and it's a and mm-hmm. it's a blessing of really the faithfulness of God mm. that even though we have we've gone through these things, that's not to our end. That's not to who we are. It actually is truly, you know, it's not a cliche, yeah. but it truly is the test for our testimony, right. the mess for our message, you know. <laughs> and it's only by the grace of God that we are all here yes. today because we all yes. have a story. Yes, So, Johnny, do. do you have anything that you want to share about the mentorship and, and, and not even titling it but just being there for another young brother? Well, woman?
2: I, I do it whether it's I'm asked to speak at things or I just see – things need to be stepped in, I do, but to piggyback off what he mm-hmm, said, mm-hmm. as far as the man or the father figure, because sometimes it's not even the father, because mm-hmm. things can happen beyond our control, car yeah. accidents, that, yeah, you know, you yeah, lose yeah, your father, yeah. through, yes. no fault of his own. That's mm-hmm. true. But even the father figure, the grandfathers, mm-hmm. the uncles, those father figures are so important, because like he was saying, mm-hmm. the father figure shows is supposed to show a man, show a young boy what a man is supposed to be, and show a young lady what a man's supposed to be so she knows what to deal with and what not to deal correct, with. Correct, she gets older. Correct, because right. it's mm-hmm. been so detrimental to our community. That's why you got these young guys who aren't men because they haven't shown a proper example of a man. Mm-hmm. And these young ladies keep chasing these guys who aren't men because she hasn't been shown absolutely. what a real man yes, is supposed absolutely. to be. Absolutely. How can you find something if you don't have an example, don't absolutely. know what it That's is? True. True. So That's I tried to... Do that with young men and young ladies, mm-hmm. and I try to be transparent as possible. Because one thing about the old school men, it was like they didn't talk about. <laughs> like all. to this to this day, my father, my father is deceased.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: He never told me certain things that I didn't know, like why him and his father didn't get along,
4: right?
2: Why and my father wound up homeless on the street. Mm-hmm. I found him, got him off the street. Me and my brothers, we cleaned him up. He never explained to us how he went from being a working man to being on the street. Mm-hmm. And that was the type, like, I'm not going to leave no mysteries behind. I'm an open book without telling all my business, right, right, you know. Right,
1: right. We can,
4: and we can do that. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. We can do that.
2: We can do that. So it's, it's a balance of transparency being an example. Like, like even certain things I, I might talk to, to younger people about. Like, when we growing up, nobody told us about credit.
3: Right, right. <laughs>
5: Right. Nope.
3: Exactly. <laughs> but I tried explaining to
2: them if you you know you mess this up you could be paying more for this house
4: mm-hmm.
2: even though the house cost the same right. because you messed your credit up so your interest rate is high you know right. just all those little nuances mm-hmm. that we didn't get to absolutely. you know it's more than just you know you are trying to put them in a position to where they're better off than we were
1: absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely well thank you so much for sharing <laughs> both of you Are you can see Leray know how to pick one. <laughs> so this is going to be an amazing play. We will be back in one less than 60 seconds so we can end. You can get their social media handles. And we may have an ending surprise. Don't know. Stay tuned <laughs>
3: on the Nick Show. Okay. Oh,
1: shoot.
4: Sorry. i way.
1: Um, as we are coming to an end, I do want to just give a shout out to the beautiful host, Mignon Brown. As you can see, she is not in the studio. She's out sick. So please keep her in your prayers. And Mignon, we miss you. I want to say thank you so much for this month and allowing me to be your co hostess. I really appreciate it. And- Kudos to all the work that you're doing and also being in this play, <laughs> The Ties That Bind, for you to end the month with um, the visionary, LeRae, as well as your fellow um, cast members here, Riley and Johnny. So, Johnny, can you let the viewers know how they can get in contact with you?
2: Um, Facebook, Johnny Rosettos Jr. Um, on Instagram, Brother Nature, that's N A C H A. Um, Twitter, I don't really tweet that much. Nature Boy, N H C H A B O Y on Twitter. I ain't like the president, I got other stuff to do. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay.
1: So, we're we gonna move right along to Riley because you know it's live. We're gonna move right along to Riley. we to touch on that, but thank God, shut down. The furlough's over. over. Yes, so, praise God, Riley.
0: Well, uh, as Obama would say, uh, uh, okay, <laughs> it's a good thing that we're back, but uh, you can actually follow me. Um, On Instagram, that's Riley underscore the comedian underscore. You got to have an underscore in between that uh, Riley and the. So that's (laughs) D-A. So that's R-I-L-E-Y underscore D-A, then underscore comedian. You just spell that the right way. (laughs) Um, Also, you can find me on Facebook as well, Riley the Comedian. I also got a big special Valentine special coming up this Saturday. It's actually in District Heights. I'm back in the area. Wonderful. People have been asking me to come back to the area for a while, so I'm finally gonna bring that back. It's gonna be uh, in District Heights over there by the Marlow furniture, little store there. Okay. It's seventy eight eighteen partisan uh, drive. So that's gonna start at eight thirty and we got we got a nice old school R and B music gonna be playing, all old school music. We gonna probably dibble and dab a little bit into the, the younger music, but okay. try to bring that old feel back. Gotcha. Where we can get out our, our dance songs, yes. 25 and up. So I'm sorry, 21 year old
4: <laughs> So that is
0: wonderful. Yes, we
1: gotta follow um, him, and we'll have all of that um, posted as well. And we are going to end it with my beautiful sister here, Leray. Please um, let everyone know again how they can get in contact with you and. Uh, 30 seconds, whatever you want to um, encourage our viewers with.
3: Okay, you can get in contact with me through my website, Um, You also can reach me on Facebook at Leray Productions or at Leraytheartist.com. The same for Twitter and Instagram. Tickets are on sale right now. Make sure you come out and see this play. This is something you don't want to miss. This is a life-changing event. Mm -hmm. We are also looking for vendors as well as volunteers. If you're interested, please email Valencia at Christel Davis, C-H-R-I-S-E-L Davis, management, M-G-M-T, at gmail.com. And, again, just come out. Support the amazing cast that I have you will not regret it, I promise you.
2: And it's only $20. I mean, Where what's $20? $20. $20. Right. Yeah, and 20. two shows. Yes, Well,
1: actually shows. three. Three shows, yes. yes.
3: So we have two shows on Saturday, February the 9th, a 3 p.m. and a 7 p.m. show. And then we also have a special Encore presentation on Sunday the 10th at 3 p.m. And even though the government is now open, we also have a special ticket sale for government employees who were affected by the Wonderful. government shutdown, please email me, inbox me. Um, you can email me at mcdaniel at gmail.com to get more information.
1: And we will make sure that we have that um, information posted on my page, Amina McWhirter, um and Mignon. So, Thank you all so much for being here. And thank you again for having me as your co-host on the Mignon Show for the month of January. You can find me, Amina McWhirter, M-C-W-H-I-R-T-E-R, on Facebook and Twitter, and Love by the Handles on the same. Thank you, be blessed, and we will see you again next Monday, 6 o'clock, on the McNeon Show, and she will be back to talk to you all with some more exciting information and what's happening in our community. Peace.
5: Peace. We're gonna start them all smooth. If this is your first time seeing Bella Donna, y'all know we started all smooth because we got a whole nother set of parties. Hey, all the cancers in the building, yeah. Got a birthday out here tonight oh i just got a bunch of grown folks coming out ready to party all the grown folks that just hear the party make some noise for me y'all hey give me a little more yeah
4: yeah and a little more high yeah
5: i got you baby yeah I
4: see Love. I can't believe I believed Everything we had were left. So dumb and naive To believe that would me a change man Silly of me To dream of They having your kiss Love is so blind It feels right when it's wrong I can't believe I fell for